Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, this, welcome, this welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, my bad for the sniffling. I'm not feeling too well. I'm a little under the weather. Hopefully, the audio is good as well. It does seem a little quiet, but I think we'll be good. Yes, hopefully. But we're back at it with episode two. Yay. It's going to be a sh- short one. I don't know. We well, say it's going to be a short one. It's probably going to go on for a damn yeah, minute. Two hours, fucking 115. Like how he usually does. Yeah. Um. What should we? Uh. What do you want to talk about first? Uh. I feel like. Let's talk about that. Earth shattering. Those Woj bombs. Oh, the trades. The, the stra- trade deadline. Not like years prior where they were actually bombs. These were just kind of like. M80s. They were just kind of. They're little firecrackers. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest names of probably the most confusing and most complicated trade process between Memphis, Miami, and, like, two other teams. Why it had to be as complicated as they made it, who knows? Who knows? It was, Mem- it was Memphis, Minnesota, Golden State. It was like four, I don't even know how many teams. It was like four or five teams just involved in one trade for like, and like when you look at it and when you saw that press photo of Minnesota, Minnesota got like eight players. Mm-hmm. And they got a what's the name right? D'Lo. Russ, yeah, D'Lo. Yeah. I like D'Lo. Yeah. That, that was the blockbuster trade of this year, wasn't it? That and Drummond. That was probably about it. Yeah, but it's Drummond. Every, everyone was making. Everyone's ma- that and the the Marcus Morris trade mm-hmm. i mean yeah i would have preferred to have seen a lot more moves no one there was like not a lot of moves between teams it was like just a handful like last year and years prior it felt like the entire nba moved people around or moved picks around oh, this yeah. year it just felt like four or five teams like last year definitely felt like a trade deadline this year kind of felt like oh it's the trade deadline? Oh, What's we that? forgot. It's February already? Fuck. Yeah. It's 2020. Start off to the new year. Fuck it. Yeah, like, when I saw the first one, I think the first one was uh, D-Lo going to uh, Minnesota, and I saw that they finally, finally, finally got rid of Wiggins. And everyone's yeah. like... and he went to Golden State. Wig- Wiggins anything. is going to... Bl- Every single time I see Wiggins... On my timeline, ever there's always someone in the replies going, Wiggins is 26. Wiggins is a good starter. Wiggins on a good day can do this, 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 and that. No, no, he can't. He That's can the bre- problem. If it's the good day, he could do it. Yeah. But not the every day. 95% of the time, he's there just grabbing minutes. He's not even grabbing anything half the time. That, and it's like... The people who won that trade were Minnesota, most definitely, because they got, like, 12 players out of that. Eight of them are actually playing, and, like, four draft picks, I think, from that. from Like, two from Golden State and, like, maybe one or two from, like, the other two teams or something like that that mm-hmm. got traded. But I was like, like, granted, like, uh, D'Lo and Cat uh, are both on the same team. They're buddies, but like I would have preferred to have seen like a bunch of different people move. Oh yeah, 
for sure. Like and all like since the start of the NBA season, the every Lakers fan was like, "We gotta trade Kuzma for a good for a good point man. We gotta trade. Uh, we gotta trade Kuzma. We gotta trade him. We gotta trade him. We gotta trade him." Trade deadline comes, nothing happens. Mm-hmm. And the the only thing that's like concurrent about trade deadlines is Jay Crowder moves, Isaiah Thomas moves, and that's about it. Isaiah Thomas moves like every other month. Every I feel bad for that dude. That dude's got to spend so much money on houses. It was Boston. He went from Sacramento to Boston to Cleveland to, I think, Washington. For those, dude. To, to, I don't even know. He went to, he's got, he's like Shaq and he's doing the rainbow effect and he's doing like every single NBA team's. Hashtag that slow grind. Hashtag that weak grind. Man, you can't. That slow grind. It's been going on for a while. That <laughs> is pretty slow. That in the process has taken a, a hiatus for probably another five to ten years. Ben oh, Simmons yeah. and Joel Embiid hate each other officially. Oh, shit. What happened with that? Uh, I don't know the backstory behind it, but I know that they don't like each other anymore. So I was like, oh, the process almost had. I was like, you guys are going to have. You guys went through six years of just garbage, like playing with the most garbage people on the planet, putting up garbage numbers for like six years to get all these draft picks and have them for like two years, develop them for two years, maybe get a couple all-stars out of them, get to barely a conference. I don't even think they've been to a conference. No, they haven't even been to a conference finals yet. Nope. Nope. All that tanking just for it to blow up again. He's all just tight. I don't I don't like Joel Embiid. I don't like Ben Simmons either. I don't like the 76ers. Them now, I don't like them. I don't care for them. I, I, they had promise. I feel like, granted, Marco Fultz, when he was on the 76ers, he was ass. But, like, look at him now. He's on yeah, the he's, magic, and he's balling out. Yeah, he's he, he finally He finally was like, oh, I can – He's like, this isn't how I should shoot the ball. This is how I should shoot the ball. And he's just been... Yeah, dude, he's been cooking. And I, I'm just like, well... I forget who's... I, someone said it. I, but no, I think that they... I think someone compared the Lakers to, like, the Browns or someone to the Browns or something like that where they had all this talent and nothing's going to happen out of it. I was like, you're true. But then again... You're talking about one year of having all this talent for the Browns and not getting anything out of it versus six years with all these draft picks, all these prospects and everything, and not even getting the conference finals out of it. You didn't even make it. You didn't even, you weren't even the best in your league. Yeah. Like, you were, like we weren't even the best in the conference. You, you were just, yeah, we got these good players putting up. 30 points a game, nothing happens. It's a, just as one unstoppable force in the East goes out of town and goes to the West and just is destroying ha- shit over there, you got Giannis is just in your way. And they've got a good team, so it's just like you might as well just trade, trade away people, but maybe work it out. But I still don't think they're gonna last a couple more years with 
Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and all them. Mm-mm. Like you saw, you saw how it happened last year when they had Jimmy buckets. Yeah, that blew up in their face real Spe- quick. Speaking of Jimmy buckets, what do you think about Miami? <laughs> they got uh, Iguodala. Yeah, they got a uh, old Iguodala. Okay. They got t- Tyler Harrow though. They got they got rid of beast. fucking Dion. That was a dumb decision. Dion fucking waiters. They got rid of Justice Winslow too, right? Yeah. That was dumb on their parts. Kendrick Winslow or Kanye, right? I don't know. Uh, Don't copyright. I I don't know. But that was a dumb decision in my very own opinion, getting rid of Dion and Winslow for an old man, pretty much. A guy who in like who's who's literally going on year to year contracts. He's not even signing big four year multi million dollar contracts anymore. Yeah. He's at the end. Like why would you fork over young talent for an old like an old person. It's like me giving up a bunch of draft picks or something like that for Vince Carter, who's pretty much going to retire after this year. Mm-hmm. Like that would have been the same thing with me at trade deadline being like, we got to trade for Vince Carter. This is Vince fucking Carter. Yeah, but he's 40. Yeah, dude. That motherfucker old. I don't even know how he's still going. Dude, you see that some people want him in the fucking uh, dunk contest though? He's old. Yeah, I would. I fucking want to see LeBron fucking James in the dunk contest, but every year it's either he doesn't want to do it or the league just snubs him out of it. I'm like, I want to see fucking LeBron James. I feel like if LeBron James or like Giannis or something like that goes into the dunk contest, the backboard shatter, and there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Because Le- LeBron, when he does it, remember that when he played for the Cavs, I think like the year before he went to L.A., that dunk over, I think, Valanciunas, where he, like, when he dunked it, the ball, like, bent around the rim. Like, what? No, I didn't see that. That was a couple of years ago. I think it was the Valanciunas dunk or, like, a dunk before, but, like, he, like, went up for it, and, like, on the bet, like, as he's dunking, it went to far part of the rim, and he hit, like, in the slow-mo and like in a pit like a still pitcher you could see the ball like like more like a quarter of it like morphs around the rim and i was like damn i was like i thought like granted Shaq bringing down a, a full entire basketball hoop back in the 90s was just absolutely insane but like something that is probably filled up to what like how, mu- how many PSI do you think a ball's filled to? Probably like 10, 15 PSI. It's a, it, it's got a lot of pressure in there of air. Yeah. And for someone to just pretty much just take almost a pretty much solid object and just morph it around another solid ob- object is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Without even letting it pop or anything like that. Yeah, dude. My bad for the sniff one. But, eh. I mean, at least John Morant got some picks and some pieces around him now, though. We talk about rookie of the year, beast mode over here. Mm-hmm. And then you got Zion. I mean, he's doing decent. I mean, yeah, he's showing off what he already shows off, so it's not uh, even too much. But how do you feel about New Orleans? I, I actually like the team, but they're just all young. They need practice. Like, it's just pretty much L.A. all over again. Yeah, 
I think they have promise, but that I they're still in, in the need of that it factor. I don't know if it's like a coach or just like either take either. I could probably see either in a few years from now Zion being that it factor and having maybe a couple of weapons around him because I think they still have Holiday. Yeah, they still got Holiday. I feel like they need a few more pieces. They they need a defense. I know that. They don't have much of a defense. They got yeah. Brandon Ingram, but he's not stopping really much of anyone. He lo- Ever since he got in the league, he looks – his eyes look like they're rolling further, further, and further back into his skull. Have you ever seen, like, pictures of him? Like, his, like, like player introduction thing? Like, from, like, when he was in L.A., like, he was like, yeah, I got my eyes open. But, like, when he's at, like, every single time I see a picture of him on the Pelicans, like, his eyes are, like, halfway rolled up, rolled back into his skull. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, no. Holy shit. That Lonzo just looks depressed. Oh, Lonzo's probably hurt. He's probably, like, hurting hard. But, like, it's. Sh- I feel like if his dad wasn't in the way, he could have gone somewhere where, like, granted, like, it's L.A. Everyone wants to go to L.A., but I feel like at a certain point, you, you got to face reality and go, yeah, I'm probably not going to go to L.A. I want to go somewhere where I can develop because, like, that's clearly not what, what happened in L.A. Like, he got there and, like, they were just, like, Go on. You have all this hype around you right now. We're not going to give you much of it, but go on. Then, uh-huh. like, the other thing that killed him was his fucking jumper. His jumper yeah, sucked. The jumper is terrible. Weak jumper. I don't, dude, his form is terrible, too. Mm-hmm. They, they, I feel like they just need a defense, like a good backcourt, but, like, if Zion develops, he could probably be that it factor, but, like, it feels like that team is just has really no identity. It's just pretty much the identity of them pretty much stealing the number one pick, even though they had like probably like the fourth or fifth best record mm-hmm. last year. And it's just like what it, that really didn't make any sense to me. But then again, it, it is a lottery. They it's just a random draw who gets what pick, but like. I still think it was like just whoa who GM over there is Dan not Dan Gilbert but uh he was an old GM of ours not Dan Gilbert but uh I want to say it was Dan Gilbert someone he used to be an old GM of the Cavs and he's there now and it was when uh he was the GM of the Cavs when he drafted Kyrie I forget his name okay yeah but. I feel like he's just there to, like, make a good pick and just, like, not do really much of anything. I feel like it's going to be the Cavs of the West, pretty much. It's just going to be, like, a not, mm. like non-developing squad for, like, six years or something like that. They're going to have a good young prospect in Zion, and they're going to just start slowly building around him. But, like, or, like, it's just going to be, like, the early years of the Cavs where they – are so bad to get the number one pick, and let's say Zion actually turns out to be how LeBron turns out, and he's good for, like, all these years. 
doesn't get much of anything out, out of those good few 10 years or something like that. Goes somewhere else, wins a couple rings. Pretty much does a LeBron story 2.0 and just does it like that. But, mm. like, there's a lot of teams that don't have that identity. Like, there's that's why I feel like the ratings suck this year, even though there's probably a bunch of people that will debate and go, oh, the, the ratings are good, ratings are good, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, like, there's just it, it's just like there's, like, not a lot of teams that have much of identity or, like, a will to just be a franchise or anything like that. Like, it just feels like they're all there to just take in players, give them money, shit like that. Like, it's what? Both L.A. teams, it's Golden State, even though they're garbage. It's Toronto, Boston. It's always going to be Boston. It's Philadelphia. It's now Milwaukee. It's just like the same like 10 teams that are talked about, and the rest can just go do whatever for the next like 10 years. Yeah. That's why like <laughs> the the pa- this past NFL season, like that's why everyone was excited about because like pretty much like every single week of the past like of last NFL season, it just felt different. Every, like it felt like a different league every single week. Like because like. One week this team's good, next week they're trash. This week this team's good, upset here that it's just like it's just the same like ten teams in the NBA that are good and they're just gonna stay good for a while and it's just gonna be boring for the next couple years. Yeah, I think what doesn't help with that too is how every almost every team right now is a duo or the other like a triple, like a I guess you'd say a it's team. It's more. Yeah, I feel yeah, it's more of a duo without much of a backcourt cuz like there was good duos and they had a good backcourt like Westbrook and uh Durant. They had a good backcourt and everything, mm-hmm. but they just couldn't really get anything done. They just needed someone else to just get them over that little that just that little hump. But like that was like the only good team I can think of that had a good duo like starting duo that also had a really good backcourt maybe maybe no because the Cavs were mainly a big three same with Golden State was obviously a big three even though before before Durant they were obviously a big three there was a bunch of teams that were like they only had like one player or like one and a half good players that wasn't like uh yeah like example the rockets i mean we got harden <laughs> compella i mean he he got traded he's not on the rockets anymore oh, i'm just talking from before too oh like i mean clint capella yeah he's not bad but i mean he's just not the greatest mm-hmm. i mean i mean there's now with the rockets uh james harden and uh russell westbrook they're not bad, but dude, what do they have that's gonna top them over? You, I mean, you really think Russell Westbrook and James Harden themselves are gonna come in clutch that well, uh, finish it off, and take everything? Yeah. Uh-uh. I got. I mean, like same thing over there in Milwaukee too. Like you got I mean, maybe to a degree because what they got Brooke Lopez still, right? Brooke I think Lopez, so. Giannis, Chris Middleton. I mean, depends on how you look at it with them. They could, and then Toronto. I mean. 
Van Fleet, and then uh, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> I mean, who else do they got? Who? Toronto. Um, Siakam, I think. True. I forgot about him. You know, I I've been having him on my radar too. I completely forgot about him. I like Siakam. He he's got potential to be like KD, but I think he's gonna be a little more of a. Uh, I, I guess you say laid back with it. I don't think he's gonna go as far as what KD. Speaking of, who you got to the finals this year? Mm. Who do I got for the finals? Mm. Even though it doesn't seem like they're a threat, because it feels like all teams, mainly in the West, are like all kind of somewhat in it. Like anyone could take over at any point, but like I feel like it's gonna be probably the Lakers and probably the Bucks. because like the the Celtics, they're not go. They're good, but. They're, they look good because they're in the East, but, like, if you're mm-hmm. looking at them from, like, a top-down perspective comparing them to, like, all the other not. But, yeah. like, it, it's really the Bucks. all that's really out in the East. Maybe. Maybe the uh, 76ers, but other than that, I don't really see anyone else in the East beating them in a seven-game series. Because, like, the only reason why Toronto got past all that shit last year is because they had Lowry, and that was about it. If they, I don't think they're going to get as far as they did last year. That, and I feel like L.A. is pretty much just destined to win this LA, year. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it has to happen. Like it can't be the Clippers that are gonna win. It has, it has to be the Lakers that have to win. Because mm-hmm. like, even though they're, they're they're the best in the West right now, but like I I still feel like they're destined to win. I feel like they still should have made a move at the deadline to get rid of Kuzma and try and get someone better. But. I mean, it is what it is, because, like, that's how, like, most of the teams in the West, it's just Paul George, Kyle Lowry, Joe, Joker, and, uh... uh Nikola Jokic. Yeah. Him and, uh, what's the point guard, Murray? Uh, I don't, is he the point guard? I think... He's a tall point guard, though. Yeah, he's a pretty tall point Yeah, him. It's just, like, two people, but whereas, like, the Lakers, it feels like it's... AD, LeBron, and you could probably, like, maybe substitute uh, Danny Green and, like, maybe uh, Dwight Howard. Because Dwight Howard has been having, like, a, su- a somewhat good season considering yeah. he hasn't played in, what, like, a year or two. He's a nice little resurgence, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the only two teams I really see going far this year. 
I mean, the Cavs are going to be an eight seed this year. I know that. Yeah. What would, yeah, what do you think of the Cavs, though? I mean, I, I personally like our team even before the trade, but the trade, uh, it's all right. I yeah, it was all right. Um, It just upset me because, like, yeah, we, we we traded for him now. When we could have traded for him and got him when he he's, what, 26, 27, two years ago? Yeah, two, three years ago when it was st- when Kyrie, K-Love, and LeBron were still here. We could have cause – because Detroit gave him up for absolutely no one. Yeah, dude. John Henson and Brandon Knight and a pick, a second-round pick, not even a first-round, a second-round pick. They gave him away to us. That makes you think if we would have done that two years ago when we, or two, three years ago when we still had Kyrie and Kevin Love on our team, we could have just get, gone, you want Tristan? That's it? Cool, have him. We'll get – like, I like Tristan, but, like, He's just so inconsistent with his game. Like it, yeah. it, he doesn't feel like he wants to be a center. He's more of a power forward. Mm-hmm. That like, cause like, we had trade talks with Detroit with Drummond for like five years, and we never pulled the trigger on him. I was like, why? Just do it. Same with uh, fucking CJ McCollum and trading to uh, trading. McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers to us for like Kevin Love and maybe a pick because like every single time like a trade talk comes up it's always McCollum Kevin Love and something else or McCollum Tristan Thompson Kevin Love all get traded but like every single time that comes around nothing happens make it happen that well there was a year we could have had uh I think there was one time we almost had Kemba. I was like, "Why?" When Ky- after Kyrie left, why didn't you go for Kemba? Because Kemba pretty much the Hornets. Pre- he got he pretty much w- went through his contract and just signed to Boston or uh, Boston free agency, right? Then he didn't trade much. him. Yeah, I think it was like uh, that last year, like player option thing. Yeah. They pretty much let him walk. So if they just let him go away without really offering him anything, could have just been like, "Hey, we don't have Kyrie. Here's this, this, and like two first rounders." Because the first rounders we got were what? After that, it was. It wasn't even. Oh. The first rounders that year were what? Sexton and. That white kid, not. Chetty, but like that. D Wade kid, I Wait, think for Cavs, right? Yeah, like we could have been like, "Hey, here's two first rounders, pretty high in the draft, or not? They weren't even high picks in the draft, I think." I don't even know. We could have given them first round picks. Like we could have given them the next three years first round draft picks for Kemba Walker if they just let him walk in free agency. Just obviously, just wanted out of because they. Mike, Michael Jordan as the best, one of the greatest players to ever walk the earth, can't manage a team to save his fucking life. Granted, it's his hometown team, but still, 
he can't manage that fucking team. Thinking about it now like that, like, some of the things you're saying, like, it's kind of getting me hyped for the Cavs now if we decide to make any trades, which, I mean, if we're being honest, odds are we probably won't. But I wouldn't mind seeing McCollum on our team. And thinking back to it, like, weren't there, there were a whole bunch of trade talks for, um, uh, give me a second. All right, sorry about that, guys, ladies and gentlemen, everybody. Uh, just my dad apparently dropping off brownies, so. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, but back to it. But speaking of, dude, weren't there, there were a lot of trade talks for us trying to get Boogie, too, wasn't there? Like, before his injuries, too, where, like, right before he went to New Orleans and he wasn't doing too bad, and then I we could have gotten him. I think I saw a few. Bad. I saw I saw more Andre Drummond trades. That made more sense the past couple of years before this year, obviously. That made more sense. It was just more of like, wasn't a lot of hard, like, pretty much like set in stone, like, people that were considering trading these people for Boogie. It was just kind of like rumors, (laughs) like, there is like mutual interest of, of a trade going on between those two te- between Sacramento and Cleveland, mm-hmm. but they weren't like over the top things like, oh yeah, ca- Cavs are interested in Drummond for or giving or interested in giving Drum or Detroit two fr- first rounders, Tristan Thompson and like a bench player or something like that. It's just like that, and I think. That year where we had D Rose, uh, D Wade, and yeah. Isaiah Thomas, that was sweet for like four months because we traded them at the we all we traded everyone at the deadline. I I knew when we gave Boston Kyrie for Isaiah Thomas, I was like, no, yeah. that should have been. That was the fall of it all, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a fall for pretty much Kyrie Irving because, like, ever since then, he didn't have a good year in Boston. Those good years in Boston. And he, he's in uh, Brooklyn right now. And his the other great player that signed there isn't going to play this year and <laughs> probably won't even play halfway until next year either. Yeah. And also, speaking of, do you see what he said? He said that he like he's going to need a couple more pieces. Like, he said he didn't Well, obviously, it. like, they have <laughs> – who does Brooklyn have besides Kyrie Irving? The only other person they have that I think is even worth mentioning, honestly, between the two is Spencer Dinwiddle and uh, Jared Allen. I like Jared Allen because he's a, a lockdown defender in that paint. And then, I mean, Spencer Dinwiddle, he just doesn't get uh, they, they, he doesn't get talked about. And, uh, he's a decent player though. Karis uh, Levert, he's got, all right, but like they've got. How old is Wilson Chandler? He's thirty-two. There, that's a that's a small forward. Oh, they've got they've got DeAndre Jordan too, but DeAndre Jordan has been he. Granted, he's averaging almost 10, 10 rebounds a game, but like, it's he's ever he's eight nine nine point seven and two. 
this year compared to like last year's where he's been like almost at er- like he's been putting like close to defensive player of the year numbers like this year nothing they have no one that and Kyrie Irving's been sitting out for the past like <laughs> 10 games that's that, that that thing where it was like that interview I think it was like with Kyrie Irving I think like with ESPN or something like that where he was like Oh, I don't want to throw my team underneath the bus, but I feel like they haven't been stepping up. And everyone's been like, "You haven't played the past fifteen games. Where have you been?" Mm-hmm. Like, speaking of, like, has that dude even had a healthy season? Like a full healthy season? I swear that dude's like always injured, at least once. Um, I don't know. If, I can't remember if he was. He might have had his per- like a perfect season when he was with Boston, but I can't remember. He might have injured like his ankle or like something like that. Mm-hmm. But like, he is one of the most enjoyable players to watch in the league, though, because he's saucy with it. Yeah, he's but he's in, I, he's still one of my favorite players to ever play the game. But like, it just upset me. It upsets me that he wants to be the guy, but every single pl- place he's gone to, he's been either the second person or like neck and neck with being the guy you don't need granted he's he was big friends with Kobe Bryant he wants to be like Kobe Bryant who doesn't want to be like Kobe Bryant but there's not going to be two Kobe Bryant's there's never going to be two Kobe Bryant's I'm sorry Kyrie there's not going to be two Kyrie or two Kobe Bryant's you got to be your own player you are Kyrie Irving like even when uh, Kobe was on the Lakers. He was still Kobe, but when he had Shaq, he was still Kobe. Mm-hmm. He was it was Kobe and Shaq. When he was with the Cavs, when Kyrie was the Cavs, it was either Kyrie and LeBron, LeBron and Kyrie. It wasn't like, oh, it's just LeBron's team. Like, granted, there has been people who were saying that it's like LeBron's team, but like, you've got Kyrie, who's what those couple years he is with. Uh, LeBron in the Cavs, he's like twenty some points a game. He was MVP numbers. It's not like he was like brushed underneath the rug. Like, oh no, he's not good. He's not good. These numbers, oh no, no, those are just a hoax. Yeah, like he's got to see it differently from where we're at because, like, I mean, LeBron is from Akron, but Cleveland, right? Drafted mm-hmm. by Cleveland, played for his hometown. I mean. It's not because Kyrie wasn't doing anything or putting up numbers. It's just LeBron being back home, it means more to us and him than it does to Kyrie and us. But, like, at this point, if he would have stayed and LeBron would have still left to L.A., this would have been his team. He would have been the leader of it. But yeah. it, all it took was just, it, like, especially now. Dude, he's just bouncing around, bro. Why? He went to Boston, and now he's in the Brooklyn. Brooklyn. He's been saying he wanted to play in New York for a while now, but still, like, you're going to have to stay there for a while if you want that to be your team. Yeah, and it's because what? In free agency, uh, didn't KD sign a couple years there? Like, or like, he, he, I don't even know what. Either he oh, signed okay. there, he signed there for a few years, or like, I don't know what he did. But like he's got a few years there, I know that. Or he's still, right? yeah, K- yeah. He's either got the rest of his contract that he had with Golden State, or he just 
sign there for another two years or something like that. I think he actually signed a max contract. So I think he's there for at least three. Yeah, like uh, Kyrie's going to be the second-hand man again for three years. Or however, uh, unless Kyrie's contract is less than uh, KD's, which I don't think so. It's Kyrie. He's not going to take anything less than three years for $20 million a year or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, he could go anywhere, whether it be he could somehow manage to go to L.A. with A.D. and LeBron, and he'd still be a guy there. Like when you talk when you talk about people with a big three and that have ever had a big three in the NBA. When you talk about like when Miami had, had that big three, you had. D-Wade, LeBron, Bosh. But, like, you still had Ray fucking Allen on your team. It's not like mm-hmm. it was, oh, Ray Allen? Yeah, he's just a backup. No, you have Ray fucking Allen on your team. A dude that, who's got, he's, what, first in the league, or the entire league for three-pointers made or something like that? I don't know he's, like, top anymore, two yeah, or something. He's ridiculous. He's, he's a shooter. Like, he'll, he will le- legitimately shoot the lights out. In any arena, if you give him the ball, Kyrie can do the exact same fucking thing, but also destroy your entire legs while doing it. I don't like that whole mentality of wanting to be that person in any sport. Just kind of blows me away. Like you can't just go somewhere and expect to be that person. Like you, you have to go there and prove that you are that person. You can't yeah. just be there and be like, oh yeah, I've got three or forty million dollar contract I'm that guy you guys have to accept me as that guy no matter what number I not what numbers I put up I could sign here for three years and only play 20 games out of every single th- like every single year like you, you no you're not that guy you're the guy who bought it who bought himself pretty much all didn't buy that himself but like got himself all this money just to sit mm-hmm. like that that whole like mentality of wanting to be that guy off the bat blows me away. Like that's why like yes, he is a great player, but like when you look at other players that who have played the game before all started out as average guys who worked their way up to being that guy. They didn't just mm-hmm. go drafted number 1 and just stayed that person who got drafted number 1 and was the best player on their team. Like Back when uh, LeBron was about to be drafted, the Cavs. Every so- you could go back and look at every single interview from the Cavs team that was. Yeah, dude. Before- we don't want. We don't need him. We're good without him. Blah blah blah. Like they're all, all of them were good. Like egotistical maniacs that always thought that like they were the better better than this ninth or eighteen year old kid that was coming out of high school into the NBA. No, he showed you up and put pretty much put every single person on that team out of a job within mm-hmm. like five years mm-hmm. especially what's his face uh <laughs> delante west uh i knew you're gonna say that dude you remember those jokes from back in the day too yeah it'd be like what was it some shit like lebron was south because his mom rode west and i was mm-hmm. like oh, that's not even right but i think but that video that surfaced of him getting like beat up on like Mm-hmm. The five or something like that in LA or something ridiculous. I think there was a 
thing, though. Like, LeBron didn't say it directly, but I think that someone from LeBron's camp said that LeBron is helping him get back up on his feet. But, like, uh, like yes, that's a good thing, but it's still fun to make. <laughs> it's still fun to make fun of. Because, yeah. like, there was a point, like, when he was out of, like, out of the league and everything, he still had, like, you saw, you could see those interviews or whatever he did. He still had a family and everything. Like, he still had a good life. He still had all that NBA money. Mm-hmm. But, like, he just, like, pretty much threw that all away for, like, drugs and shit. Just for, like, just to be, just so he can just be like, haha, there's a joke going around that I fuck LeBron's wife or, or fuck LeBron's mom or something like that. Yeah. Hey, dude, speaking of, uh, Never mind, I actually forgot that part. Fuck me. Son of a bitch. Brain fart, dude. Mad brain fart. Well. Dead silence. I was waiting for you to see if you could figure out what you forgot. Yeah, dude, no, that shit went right out of my head. That's the problem with having these, the, like, my sinuses act up right now, man. Sorry for that. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back at it. Hey, hey, so far I'm winning money on all the fucking bets I placed. How much money you make? I put in 45 cents worth of shit, and it was just all in one game, but I made, like, nine different lineups. But I've got 57 cents. <laughs> Hell yeah. But I like how it, on FanDuel, it so shows your projected amount of points that you could get. And it still gives you hope where it's like, because like when you look at certain like lamps, people have like, you look at it and go, oh, that's ki- that's good. I see why they're in first. But like, and then you look at your team, you're like, oh yeah, I've got the these people that are probably going to go off soon. And they do end up going off, so like that person just plummets down to the end of the leaderboard, and then you go up or something ridiculous like that happens, which I like, because like there was one time there was two games going on. I think it was last night. I think it was like Phoenix and like a couple other teams, and some dude had just all players from the game that started at like five, all in his starting lineup, and he was. Number one, because obviously that was the first game that was going on, so that's obviously all the points that are coming in is from that first game. And then once that second game hit, and then everyone that had like two or three players from the like 7.30 game just went right back up. I was like, yeah, it's good. It's good to like put like have that amount of people from one game, but like just that one game can only go so far. Like there was one time I saw some dude had three people from like the earliest game and it was Giannis and like two other people and the rest were like from the last game at like nine o'clock or something like that and granted he still had like three people from the first game but Giannis had like a monster night so like his points were like 120 and everyone else's were like 50 50 40 like he was 100 and then 50 50 40 20 20 20 like it was just ridiculous so like anybody who had Giannis at their MVP just pretty much stayed where they were at. Like, like there was no like if you had Giannis, you were pretty high up, even if you had just like garbage players. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, 
I don't know why I always start start off like that, but fuck it. Apex. You see that new season yet? I actually do not care about Apex anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been playing <laughs> Call of Duty. Speaking of uh, cool things that have happened, not Call of Duty or Apex related, GTA. Have you seen that thing? That promotional thing? The free two mil. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got my one mil already, so I'm waiting cool. on my other one mil. I forgot. I gotta, dude. I gotta turn it on. I gotta make sure to at least hop on right when I get it. Yeah, it's just like if you log on. Yeah, I, I need to make sure I do that shit. Is there anything new? My my. They've been adding a bunch of new cars and shit, but I, um, I think since you and I have played it, you've seen the arcade update, right? With yeah. The, I think that's about it. They've just pretty much. It's still on that update. They still got the like casino heist shit. But, like, other than that, they've pretty much just ad- been adding vehicles and shit to the game. Which, some of them have been, you know, the the Sultan? Yeah. They did a classic version, like how they oh. did. And it's and it's sweet. Oh, dude, the Sultan's, like, one of my favorite cars in that game, too. It's, like, a early... It's, like, a early Subaru Impreza, so it's, like, the... Yeah, you because know, that—that's what that car is—is is a Subaru Impreza, uh-huh. and how all of them are like round. It's a square-faced one, so it's like you've got all these, like you've got the upgraded Sultan, and you get the regular one, where it's just like circular and everything, and you get the one where it's just a big square, pretty much oh, going down the road. That, and I like how they've added. I wish they would have added it from the start of GTA, the new suspension, and I think they they have like a new. St- transmission uh option oh, really? for all like m- for majority of the newer cars they put out or it's a, they've got like i think like a level five transmission so it goes a little bit faster and then they've got like a competition uh suspension you know how it go- like it's like the race suspension is the lowest or whatever and it's just it's pretty low but the competition it like bends all four wheels like Ooh. at like a 45 and you're like on the ground i'm like yes Ooh. So you don't have to do that glitch anymore where you sh- uh, shoot yeah, the wheels. Yeah, dude, shoot those rims. Yes, I remember that. Dude, that was, that was old too, wasn't it? It's a, You could still do it, but like, because like you can't, I don't even, I don't even know if like you can patch that. Yeah. Because it's just part just, of the like, game. The yeah. And then they fucking patched all those cool glitches too, like the fucking launch ones. Remember the one at the tattoo parlor? All you had to do was like park a car and fly off with it. Mm-hmm. The fucking, uh, the gate with the tank. Oh, man, I miss those ones, man. Mm-hmm. Why'd they have to patch those ones? Those are, Because they patch them because it does, uh, there's sometimes where it will break people's games. Oh. Not like break it as in the sense where you can't play it anymore, like brick it, like you can't, like how you can't play it, but like it, it'll like do it and like crash their game pretty much. <laughs> Dude, I remember the one day me and Jason Tackett were actually uh, playing it. On PlayStation, mm-hmm. and you know those scrap trucks that are only available in single player. Dude, it's swear to God, somehow it just spawned the multiplayer. Oh no! No! Good baby, got some invisible trees. <laughs> I'm good. I don't know. I don't know what that sounds like. I'm leaving that in. Fuck it. No, stay up. But uh, dude, me and Jason Tackett came across a scrap truck. Just found a random in multiplayer, and we're like, dude, is that a scrap truck? Because it looks so rare online that mm-hmm. it's like so common in single player. We hopped in it, dude. The whole thing crashed. Like, dude, my game fucking froze up like a motherfucker. 
I, it was weird though, is we were still able to talk to each other afterwards. Like after it happened, we were like, "Fuck!" And I, I remember hearing, "God damn it!" And be like, I was like, "Jason, you still there?" And he's like, "Yeah, is that you?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, that shit was so cool." Man, you know what else playing crazy to think though? How old that game GTA Five is? Mm-hmm. My nephew is going on, I think, nine. Or no, he's nine. I think he's going on ten years old. Dude, he plays it like how we do. Or how we used to. Like, dude, that game is old. How the fuck can you do that? I burnt out on that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, now we're cool with it. Like, we chill with it. I mean, we don't do too much. But, like, they're they're going ham on the missions, the fucking heist and everything. I'm like, dude, I can't do that no more, man. We <laughs> I can't do it because there's too much. Like, back in the day when we used to do it, it was when it was fresh and every, there wasn't a lot of shit. Now it's just there's too much shit. Exactly. And you can't focus on one thing. And you got fucking phone calls, like, left and right. Like, there's no... It's not going on as well. Like, dude, shut the fuck up. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. There... Dude, he, my n- nephew actually got the, uh... What is it? The Pegasus, right? The motorcycle that flies with rockets. I oh, have too. Because that because g- it was back back the last great uh money glitch the horse racing glitch because that's oh, yeah. how that's how I got like majority of the money I have now is because oh yeah I'm gonna bet on this one I'm only gonna bet a hundred psych nigga oh I'm betting the max <laughs> while all the race is going because it's the f- number one horse so it wins almost every single time. Dude, I told my nephew about that and his eyes grew up. He was like. Tell me it. And I was like, it's patched now, bro. And he looked at me. He's like, oh. I was like, dude, you got to be fast with them, man. You can't just let them go. That's why, like, that one was sacred because, like, that was the only one where, like, when you did it, like, when you saw it, like, on YouTube and everything, you believed it because it it wasn't like, oh, what's up, guys? Ten-minute fucking video of some foreign fuck talking like that. Yeah. What's up, guys? I'm going to start in my garage and all my cars are that bright neon green or chrome. But look at all my cars. They're, it's all the same car, though. But they're all the same colors and all have the same modifications and everything on them. But look, I'm going to take this one. I'm going to go to Los Santos Customs. And I'm going to go. I'm going to park it out here. I'm going to load up one of those adversary modes. I'm going to go into adversary mode. And this is the tricky part, guys. This is what this is how you're gonna be. You gotta be fast with this one, guys. As you see the white circle in the bottom corner going from loading (laughs) to saving, you gotta. If you're on PS4, you just gotta turn off your Wi-Fi real quick. You gotta do it real fast. You gotta smash the Wi-Fi button off. Smash it. Xbox, kill yourself. Fuck you, Xbox. Don't care. Uh. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Don't forget to like and subscribe. But but once you turn off your Wi-Fi and turn it back on and you go back to GTA, you should get the notification, obviously, that everyone gets that, oh, it's session timed out, blah, blah, blah. Oh, we're going to load, going to load. But for the video, I'm going to I'm gonna play it at normal speed. I'm not going to speed it up because i got to get that 10 minutes. Got to load, got to load, got to load, got to load, got to load. All right, guys, we're back in. All right, this is where the tr- trick gets easier from now on. Now, the duplicated vehicle should... Be at the same location that you parked it, but you're in a different session with different people. So just get in the car that you dupli- that you duplicated, drive over the one that you duplicated, 
grab that one, sell it, and boom, you made a million dollars. But no, I just sold the one that I had because I have 18 more that look like it, and I just mod the game. You. And then you get the legit ones that are like two, three minutes long, and it's just some normal dude like us, and they're like, "I do for real. All you need to do is just do this." And it's just and, like it's, and and but like they're always like the same thing. They're always terrible. They either don't talk, they don't provide any instructions, or they don't talk, and the instructions are typed on the screen, <laughs> and they stay up for about two seconds, so you can only read a sentence out of the paragraph they put on the screen so you have to pause read it do it in the game play and it's always the same music playing in the background it's the same like 2006 youtube fucking youtube tutorial it's the same (laughs) no it's the same edm it's like that one yeah it's just always the same i'm like just you're not even it's a two minute video you're not making money off of it just use a fucking drake song uh, who cares about copyright anymore? You're just making a two minute video. Yeah. You're not getting ad ad advertisement off of it. It's two minutes. You might as well just use a, a copyrighted song instead of the same generic EDM song that every single YouTuber ever has ever used. Speaking of, dude, that fucking I hate the fucking GTA Five YouTube community, man. Community, yeah. Because they're all the same. They're all, dude. I swear you cannot. Dude, don't even get me started on them. I hate them so much. Call of Duty kind of went downhill a little bit too, but Black Ops 2, probably peak performance of Call of Duty and YouTube and Call of Duty YouTube. Honestly, you can put GTA 5 up there too. When Black Ops 2 was going around, GTA 5 was pretty hype. Mm. Speaking of, yeah. I don't know if you want to do this now or if you want to wait till the next one, but what are your top three, top five Call of Duty games? Uh, top. I'm gonna do top five. To I think number one, Black Ops Two. Number uh, two, uh-huh. Modern Warfare Two. Three, probably. Modern Warfare 3. No, not Modern Warfare 3. Ooh. Yeah, probably Modern Warfare 3. Then Black Ops 1. And number 5. I'd probably say number 5 is this current one. Really? I like this Ooh, one. Ooh, you really put this one in your top 5 like that? I okay. like it. Because, like, it's... Bold statement, I feel. No microtransactions... No stupid little crates, because like all the new uh, recent ones all have the stupid little crates in them. They all they're all the stupid futuristic ones that no one likes. If you want a different uh variation of gun that doesn't improve anything, it's just the same gun with attachment different attachments that are already in the game that are, you can unlock any given day, but they have a cool paint job on them. Just like how I was in Black Ops 2, minus the attachment part. Mm-hmm. That's why I like it. That and... You've got... Every so often... 24-7 shoot house or 24-7 shipment. Go ham on shipment for like... 
30 minutes, you level up. Like, you can get re reach max level, no problem. Uh, getting everything, like, getting weapons gold isn't the hardest thing in the world, but, like, it's tedious. Um, the only thing that I think that I don't like about this game is the maps. I don't like the maps in the TTK. That's my two problems with it. That's a, uh, I feel like you, you think it's too fast or too slow? I think it's way too fast. Um, I, I really do like uh, Black Ops 2's version. I love Black Ops 2's TTK. That's like my perfect, perfect like. I like that one. one. I f to me, I'll play for. It's weird to me because like I'll play. The, I think the only, the only uh, TTK I think is perfect for me is Modern Warfare 2. That's like pretty. It's not as fast as this one, and it's not super slow, but it's like almost Black Ops 2-ish in my opinion. It's like slightly faster. It's like uh, on and off, kind of. Mm -hmm. But like this one, and like the past couple of months, I feel like I play for like the first like couple of months I have the game. I'll play core, like the regular core for like ever it feels like and I like it and I play one game of hardcore and I'm just like hardcore for like ever and I know I never touched core ever again for some reason because mm -hmm. I'm like because like core is like or hardcore is like the easiest way to level up if you ever see 24-7 shipment <laughs> it's easy because there's a thing that I don't even think it's patched yet. I don't even think you can patch it. How I didn't even use it until I was like level one thirty something. I didn't even realize this was a thing until I got to level one thirty. Best way to level up you get uh those uh decoy grenades. Mm -hmm. Whatever lethal you want. Your kill streaks are UAV, counter UAV, maybe advanced UAV, and you at every single time you spawn, just throw those decoy grenades, get kills, blah blah blah. Every single time you throw those decoy grenades, and every single time a teammate kills someone in a general area of those decoy grenades. You get like assist points. Yeah, you get the points that and it's right. shipment, so you just throw it wherever and there's people dying left and right. So it's like shipment. It's not like you have to throw it somewhere and wait. Hopefully someone comes around the corner and kills someone. It's shipment. You just throw them wherever and someone's dying. So you're always getting those assist points for throwing those decoy grenades. Mm -hmm. And if you have point man, instead of it going kill streaks, you get, it's score streaks. So yeah, you so throw a bunch of those. You just, you just get UAV, UAV, counter UAV. And then you just call those UAVs. XP for people getting killed with those in the air. <laughs> feel like you just exploited your own exploit, bro. It's it, you can't, how do you patch that? You it's take the decoys out of the game, which I don't think is gonna happen. I don't think it's gonna happen because like, like you can't you can't be like, oh, you can't get assists anymore for UAV. People getting killed during a UAV. That that that'd be like, okay, then what the fuck is the point of a UAV other than revealing the map for people? Mm -hmm. There is no point after that. 
Oh, <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I thought you were about to sneeze or something. I was like, what the fuck are you just standing there I'm for? I'm holding those back. Oh, man. After this is over, I'm going to be out. All right. Number one for sure, Black Ops 2. No doubt about it. Black Ops 2 is like the perfect ideal Call of Duty to me. That was like the only Black Ops. Like, that was probably the first and only like real Call of Duty that I think all of us got into consistently. Oh, yeah. And we like all played together and actually went ham on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like th- th- this is why I'm liking this one because it's creeping to that direction of everyone getting on and uh, enjoying it. That and game chat is exactly, exactly like Black Ops. Bro. <laughs> Dude. Dude, I got. Uh, All right, yeah, yeah. Sorry to cut you off, but me, Anthony, and Hargis got into a lobby. The second we spawned, it wasn't even search and destroy. It was, I think, just regular TDM or like gun game or something like that. We just spot like just get into a lobby. First words out of anyone's mouth is just, "Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, yo, shut the fuck up, <laughs> you stupid. Your mom's a. I can't say that word because that will ruin this podcast. But like, you stupid bitches, and it's just n word, n word, n word, n word, Edward. It's just like yes, toxicity, yes, it's yes. All and, like, it's at the point where, like, I don't even jump into it anymore where I'm like, hey, yo, fuck you, bitch. I don't jump into <laughs> it anymore like I used to in Black Ops 2. It's just, I just sit back and I'm just like, <laughs> he calls you the N-word. <laughs> You're the, we're the dudes in the back that no Hargis Har- probably said the smartest thing I've ever heard him say is, because he was yelling, he was yelling at a like a little kid like a nine-year-old kid like your cousin yeah tyler hargis (laughs) yelling at a kid like your cousin's age yelling at him and we get out of the lot like we back out so it's just us three and me and anthony go dude you just yelled at a nine-year-old and he goes well 20 year olds like us back when we were fucking 12 years old did the same thing to us why can't i do it back to them i was like because they weren't fucking alive when (laughs) when we were getting our shit pushed in it's true but, like, it was true because I'm like, yeah, you do kind of have a point. Exactly. I've ever, dude, I, w- I was just playing a game. People would be like, fuck you, you little kid. You're straight trash. I'm like, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. Just using my AK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got, I got number one, Black Ops 2. I'm honestly going to say number two is going to have to be Black Ops 1 for me. Now I'm going to do number three. As in, number three is going to be Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Four is going to have to be MW2 for me. And then number five, ooh. You got to put, I feel like you got to put MW3 because that was the first game that, like, pioneered constantly putting shit in the game. Yeah. Like, that's why I like Modern Warfare, the new one, because they have two, they have two V2s. Fucking love two v twos. That's true. I like. I've st- I've so far liked two v twos more than I've ever liked Search and Destroy. Cause it's just <coughs> you had to jinx it. Sorry, but like for a while they had three v three. So it was me, Hargis, Anthony. Oh, they had three v three. They had three v threes for a little while, and every single time, Anthony and Hargis are like, "Oh yeah, let's get on." And I I always sit there. I'm like, "All right, what do you want to play?" Because they don't have three v threes anymore. They only have two v twos. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, please Call of Duty, please. Next update, just keep two v twos and three v threes in, please. 
I think they got to do it like how MW3 had it, though. Like The face-off playlist? Yeah. I, those were actually like good. I like those. Because... I had to put MW3 and F- F- F5, to be honest. Like, yeah, you have to. Because that's like the first game out of all of them that just... Oh, you're bored? Here's another update. Oh, you don't like that update? Here's another one. Uh-huh. Oh, and you didn't free- ask for it? Here you go. Man, they have free content, man. Yeah. Free content. Like, who the fuck doesn't like free content like that? I, The thing I ha- have been enjoying... But the thing I have enjoyed, but I haven't enjoyed, they have gun game. But I enjoyed Black Ops 2 gun game because it was chronological. You started with pistols, mm-hmm. submachine guns, ARs, LMGs, snipers, rocket launchers, and you got to the special weapons. Now it's just, just like gun game. Pistol. I, I've got a Desert Eagle. Boom. Crossbow. What? All right, cool. Sniper rifle. The fuck? LMG. I'm like, bitch, I can't do this shit. That and, uh, the, I, the, I like the, right, I like, because they have a custom 2v2 in this, where you could just use your custom loadouts. Oh, they do, finally? Yeah. That's, I was hoping, that's. They st- I, I'm still yeah. positive they do have that place. But I, I like the two, I like the 2v2s where they just give you a class, and you have to work with that one. I feel like that that puts people out of their comfort zone. Where like, hey, you have to use this class. You can't yeah, be like, because you can't be using the same weapon. You can't be like, sorry, dude, gonna have to pull out my MP5. <laughs> speaking of, yeah, speaking of, that's the one reason why I don't like people that play fucking Call of Duty. Like ever since Advanced Warfare is when it got terrible, and I cannot no, I, stand it. I don't know what they did. I don't. I don't know if it was just, if it's just me. The way I, or the lobbies I've been in is just because I play hardcore or something like that. But like, I haven't really been. It, when I first got the game, it was people just using MP5, the 7.25, or like the M4. Those are the only three guns that everyone would use. Now it's like, now it feels like everyone's like, okay, everyone's got that those three weapons gold. Everyone's kind of sick and tired of them. Let's actually use because like every single lobby like I get into, it's everyone. Granted, like, there's, like, the same the same couple of people. Like, because, like, it's not the same couple of people because, like, every single lobby you get, it's a fresh new lobby. It's not the same mm-hmm. person. But, like, there's always, like, the same couple of people in every lobby that use, like, the Kilo or, like, the same super powerful, like, AR or something like that. But, like, you'll see people, like, using the garbage-ass Uzi for fun. Just going, kill. Oh, got to reload. Oh, I got him. The Uzi that sucks dick in core. Yeah. But, like, it's it's still, like, it still has that feel of people. Like, there's still the, like, guns that are overpowered that need to be nerfed. Like, the MP5 is still overpowered. They just need to give it, like... Because, like, the thing is, like, you put, like, a suppressor on it and a grip, and it's a laser beam. You don't even need to put any other attachments on it. Or maybe a, maybe a stock, and that's about it. This thing I hate about this new one, though. Like, it's, for me, at least for me, everybody has to just, as long as they can pull up their weapon first, you're set. And that's why I don't like this one. Like, I fucking hate this one because of that. Like, I, I'll play it. I enjoy it. But I cannot stand, and it's all it's about for me, is you lift that, that gun faster. Like, 
MP5, M4, fucking the light, the M9 rounds for the M4. As mm. long as you have that, you don't even have to worry about trying. Like, it's yeah. easy mode after that. I mean, I, I, I enjoy that aspect of, like, you having the ability to be like, oh, yeah, you want your gun to handle like normal, or you can have attachments that raise your weapon up faster instead of putting a perk in the game that just... Because, like, that's how it was for the past, like, eight years where it's just one perk where it's just, like, less flinch when getting shot and you yep. can aim faster. This where it's, like, this is where it's, like, here's attachments that can make you aim faster, but you still have to flinch. That's the only thing I don't like about this one is the flinch. Oh, yeah, the pop-up. Dude, I hated that. that. Did you see that? There's, like, videos on YouTube. Did you know you aim? It's when you uh, shoot. I think it's when you aim, and I think it's when you hit fire. When you're crouching, it's more accurate when you're standing up. That's why you see so many people just walk, like, crouching and just lasering people. You don't even, like, because, like, every single lobby I'll get into, it's just, like, always, like, two people that are, like, around, like, they'll put on uh, perk or the attachments on their weapon that make you move, like, uh, move faster and, like, aim faster because they, they'll, they'll just crouch and just do that. Like, everyone's running around doing their thing, but, like, there's always, like, two people that are just crouching. Because, like, the spread, when you're just firing, like, aim down the site, it goes up. It goes, like, up into the right or up into the left. And it's, like, more violent. But when you're crouching, it's just steady. So is up. that why that uh, there's that perk in the game, the one that makes you walk faster when you're crouched? Mm-hmm. I never knew that. Well, I, I think the intended reason was... Walking faster as crouches for like people who would knife and crouch and like search and destroy or something like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was more of the aspect of it to like be more tactical, but everyone's just been abusing it. It's just putting that perk on it and just going. I'm not surprised though. It's Call of Duty, dude. All right, I know I don't play it that much, but how's the Joker? Ain't the Joker the new javelin? It's like I seen it in there. I'm like, wow, that's like the javelin straight from MW2, but. I don't think it's as strong. I the thing about it is like I'll see people using rocket launchers, but it's always the same. Like it's just everyone just uses the RPG. I don't really see anyone using the other ones. The mm-hmm. only time I see people using the other ones is for the challenges or just taking out yeah. aircraft, like the javelin. I like, remember the javelin from back in the day. You fucking launch that shit and you get like three kills, just barely trying. But with this one now, it's like you actually have to make sure you're locking on to hit something. I have yet to use any of the rocket launchers in the game. I just now ventured into using pistols. <laughs> I've so far got all of them gold, but the 1911. The fucking weapon that's the hardest. I feel like the weapon that was the hardest to get gold is the Desert Eagle. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, it's pretty Tra- wonky this year. It's not even that. It's that, but like, because you got to get... It's the pistols... The headshot challenges, it's not hard. Like, the other ones, it's not hard because, like, it's increments of 5 instead of, like, 10. It's, like, 5, 5, 10, 10, and then, like, 25, 25, like how every other weapon is. It's there. It's just 5 across the board until you get to the last camel. Then it goes up 10. But, like, Desert Eagle. <laughs> like, granted, you can, like, just span that shit. But, like, you shoot once and you got to hope and pray you don't get 
you got to be the first person to shoot when you're aiming down the sight because you better hope and pray you don't shoot and get shot at the same time because you are not hitting anyone. Yeah, because you that that recoil, that flinch, no. You're aiming at no this go. guy. Uh-huh. Because trying to get, like, I had to, like, legitimately on, like, either shipment or shoot house, I had to, like, camp and just watch doorways and just hope and pray I would get a headshot. Or, like, when people are laying down on the B flag in shipment, just crouch, like, crouch around the corner, get that headshot because they're all, everyone's just laying down. That and, like, all the other pistols, you just... It's just done. Easy. Like, I think the easiest gun to get gold is the... um, Not the X-16, but, like, the the M... So It's another pistol. It's, like, another semi-automatic pistol. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a... It's, the be- it's one of the best pistols in the game. And, like, you barely had to try. I think I I played one round. It was Domination Shipment. I think I got close to 100 kills with it, and I got majority of the... the I started from, like, level one, and I got to maybe, like, almost unlocking the last camo section. And I had, like, majority of the camos, like, in every other category, pretty much all I maxed out. I was like fucking easy and then you get to the fucking revolver you have to have the snake rounds on it because mm-hmm. you can't hit dick with the regular for the 44 caliber you gotta have the snake rounds on it because you could just lightweight trigger laser snake rounds and maybe a capacitor or whatever on the barrel and you just hit fire doof, 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 doof. done 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 easy mm-hmm SMGs, pretty easy as well. The thi- challenge I hate the most, especially like ARs, is mounted kills. I hate getting Dude, mounted kills. What? Mounted kills are so fucking easy. Like your recoil is non-existent. It's it's non-existent. But like, I feel like everyone just. I don't know if it's every lo- lobby I get into. <laughs> I go to a place where I'm like, oh yeah, I can mount here. Or, like, shoot house is probably better. Shut up, Google. Dog, Google just started playing random music. Hey, Google. Shut up. But especially like on shoot house, there's one part of there's in the middle section. There's one good side that you spawn on, and that's a flag, because that there's a slight elevation to it, and you're more it's more op- uh there's a little bit more coverage up and down and like left or right. Whereas if you spawn C flag, you just Get up over that tip. Get up over that that again. Shoot house. The it's. It looks like a. That's that like the close quarters one. Yeah, it it almost looks like a. Studio from Black Ops Two and Black Ops One. It's almost like that one. That's the best way I can compare that map. Is it looks like it, it reminds me of that map. But like, once you get a flag, you could just. There's a part of the wall 
it's like a building and then this is the wall that you can like mount onto and look straight down the entire like pretty much the entire middle of the map but there's a part of the wall where it makes an l shape and it's just a building here so you can go up and there's a part where you can just for some reason it mounts you around that wall but also mounts you onto the uh flat part so you're in that little corner you can just and you and when you're looking at sea flag the your head's like this big you can barely see anyone it's just mm -hmm. like melt 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 so that's why i hate hate doing that because like I, that's the only two maps i play because go to regular the regular rotation of the maps piccadilly st yeah. petrograd dude they need alcier's cave skipping. i'm like dog they need vote to skip again like dude, i do i'm like i hate like it's without fail like i could go home now turn on my xbox go to the regular rotation of map and i guarantee you Is first map cave? i First map, St. Petrograd, Elzir's Cave, or fucking Piccadilly, or uh, Alcove Peak. I hate those four maps. Dude, I can't. I don't even know if I played all the maps just because like yeah. I always get the same maps. It's never a different map. I swear. Like the one time I was playing, it was, I think we were playing actually, and it was like five maps back to back of the same fucking map, and it's like why? Like you don't need that. The reason, the reason why gun game in this kind of sucks. Is they just play through the regular rotation maps. So they don't play the like the gunfight maps where the smaller maps are just exclusively the smaller maps that are in the game. Mm -hmm. Dude, me and Anthony and Hargus played gun game on Al on Alcove Peak. You know that map? I, I, I don't know the names of the maps. It, it's like the sem somewhat semi-snowy map. It's like uh, somewhat Russian kind of themed. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I actually went on that map yet. Like... I'm not joking when I said I don't know if I played all the maps. Just because, like, it's I get the same maps. Um, On the B flag, it's got those two big tanks in the middle of the map. And then you've got the blue house and the red house that are watching over B. Is there that thing in the middle? There, like on, like that little fountain thing that's like yeah. on? Yeah, that yeah, map. Yeah. We played on that map. On Gun Game. Dude. Why? I don't know. Me, I... I was third place and I had four kills. The next person. Big ass map for that. Yeah, I was in third place. The game ended. Some dude had it was the max amount of kills. I think it was eighteen, and then seven, four, 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 three, two, 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 one. I'm like, like, cause like, you spawn, walk halfway across the fucking world to finally get to like the middle of the map where everyone's at. You die, and you mm -hmm. sp and they spawn you. In the furthest corner of the map, and you have to go all it. It's just like, why? We got that um. Fucking Saint Petrograd sucks dick too, because everyone just stays in one, the middle part of the map, and when you die, you spawn in where the trains go, that whole left mm -hmm. side of the map, and you spawn in that far corner. I'm like, it's gun game. It's supposed to be a fast-paced, fun party game. It's not supposed to be. I wish I could find someone. <laughs> yeah, dude. Look at me. And it's like, you don't have perks or anything, so once you get an LMG or a rocket launcher, you're just slow and foggy. You're running, but you're, it feels like you're walking across the map. And then when you finally get someone, boom, they got a sniper rifle. Hey, I'll tell you what, though. What I do like about this new one, though, for real, is I like how it's having a resurgence. Like, 
Call of Duty is actually kind of making a comeback in general, mm-hmm. not just like in our, our minds. Like, it's all over TikTok. I see it a lot on YouTube too. That's where I get like Twitter. I I just send you a link to the person I follow on TikTok who does weapon loadouts that are like really good. That's mm-hmm. how I got most like the weapons that I ha- like have gold. That's how I got most of them gold. Because like there's a loadout for the R9 or whatever that two shot shotgun, the uh-huh. two shot pump shotgun or whatever. <laughs> and the stri- and the stri- uh, striker, which is that semi-automatic one, melt, melt machine. It just dookies. The striker, I think it's whatever the longest barrel is. Twenty-five drum mag, no stock, laser, and I think a stipple grip tape. Shoot house, hundred kills guaranteed, probably every single time. You yep. <laughs> hey, that thing's got a big ass magazine too. Yeah, it's twenty-five rounds and they're twelve <laughs> gauge. So you got and you got the longer barrel. So it's granted, it's a tighter spread, but still. Two tapping people from across the map in, sh- in shipment, so you just turn the corner, doo, doo. or like in hardcore. When you're in hardcore and you get that upper hand and you get into someone's lawn, oh. game over, <laughs> dude. There was one time I've been on one end of this stick, but I've also more times than like been on the opposite end, where a or yeah, a flag spawn. I'll just sit by that little forklift. It gets to that point where every single teammate of mine is sitting in behind every single spawn point in, on that part of the map on A flag. Someone spawns, boom, dead, spawn, dead. Just, and then someone's got, and then someone will just randomly get a juggernaut and just sit in the corner and go. <laughs> and just spray everyone down. And by the time like someone gets somewhat close to getting in a nuke, there's like one person on the other team, mm-hmm. but I've been at the end of the stick, and I'm just like, I'm not, I'm gonna ride it out because like I like, because like it's shipment. Like, why would you quit that? Like, yeah. you don't get that type of like flow in a Call of Duty map where it, no matter if you're doing shitty or you're doing good, you're still getting forty plus kills. Yeah, every time. Uh-huh. Like, even if it's like TDM, you're still getting like eight kills. Except TDM just flies by so fast because everybody gets the, like the reason why, like going back to seventy five kills for TDM was stupid. They should have just gone back, just kept it at a hundred. Because mm-hmm. like especially shipment, because like by the time you start to get a groove to plan shipment again, it's sixty five to sixty five, and you're just like fuck. There's ten more kill, ten more kills until the game's over. That that's why I kind of like uh, kill confirmed sometimes. Because people would just oh, yeah. people only get skip the tags. People like there. There will be sometimes where everyone, so, like even though like you get into a lobby, no one has any mics, but somehow everyone m- mentally has an agreement of to kill one person, get one set of dog tags for each team, and then just go off and just kill people and don't collect tags. Because uh-huh. like how it works is I learned this the hard way in domination is if. You don't play objective for a certain amount of time at the beginning of the map. The game just ends. I didn't know that. I see you tweeted about that earlier. Yeah, right? I didn't know I that. Because like, where everyone had the mutual agreement to not cap a flag and just go off, and then we're all playing, and then just why are we moving? Defeated. 
<laughs> when all we're ever, like I just have this I don't have my headset on but I have the sound playing through the speakers and everyone's just like what the fuck <laughs> what's going off I was one off a fucking VTOL or some shit what the fuck what the game just fucking in I was like I didn't know this was a fucking thing I thought I'm like I know for a fact it wasn't a thing in like past Call of Duty's cause there's times like I'll play Domination and we won't cap a flag for like 10 minutes mm-hmm I feel like this game is just like gotta play objective because like there, there's. I time think it's because they just don't want the campers like. Grand people and camp, shit. but like, it's hard to camp in this game now. Like I've noticed, like I've tried to board, like where I'm like, oh, I'm going on a good kill streak right now. I'm on 25 kill streak right now, I, or like something like that. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty close to getting a nuke, and I'm camping. There's no good places on any maps to camp. No. Not anymore. Like, in the start of the game, you could really camp anywhere, but I feel like everybody knows the spots now, so, like, if... Not even that. Like, everyone knows the spots, but, like, there's still people that are, like, that know the spots, but you have... You still have the upper hand because you're watching that doorway, but, like, especially shoot house. I didn't know if you're camping that building. There's certain parts of the roof that are cut out, so if someone has a VTOL jet and you're standing underneath one of those cutouts... It could. It's not like a open cutout. It's but like it's enough to get you. It's like this much of like actual opening, but it's like draped over by other like just junk and garbage. So like the VTOL jet sees you, boom, dead. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But yeah, that's like that's like the only place you could camp. And well, now since you brought that up, that's not even really a place to camp. Mm-hmm. Uh. Well. Oh, I'm good. Alright. Yeah. That's about it for today. Call it quits. It's hot in here. uh, Recording in. And it's almost fucking 11 o'clock. Yeah, I gotta be up in the morning. Same here. Fuck work. (laughs) Let's get this podcast shit. Alright, guys. I don't know if anybody even listens this far, but fuck it. Thank you for listening. Uh, Please leave your feedback, comments, anywhere you can. Twitter handles. Everything will all hopefully be in the description. Take it easy, guys. See you.